gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Uh, Good morning. It's Tuesday morning. It's Ron Hart Day here on Three Dudes with a View. I am dude number three, Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, is parking the bus right now. Here he is. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. (laughs) All right. Good morning, Clayton. That's right. There we go. Dude number one, Mr. Jimmy Ork. How you doing? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Regular special guest dude on Tuesday, native son of Columbia, favorite son of Columbia, Ron Hart. How you doing? Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Ron. All right, let's see, Ron. I believe you told me you've got a meeting, uh, so you may have to. Yeah, maybe we'll do it by cell phone. The last last third of this thing, we'll see. We'll okay. see what happens. All right, good deal. Just let us know what you need to do. Um, let me wait for the meeting. All right, you wrote your column. Uh, you know, this week, and the headline is if you don't want your son to die in Ukraine, then we ought to get out. Uh, and I would well, not get out, but just not, not get more involved. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. If you got to be willing to have your son go to Ukraine and die against Russian troops, you think it's worth that much to us, or is, is that what, what NATO will pay all this money to NATO for? You know, obviously, you know, there's just a ground, and Mr. York can tell you this about Vietnam and other wars. You look at Saddam Hussein or drug us into Iraq and, and, and bin Laden into Afghanistan. They get mad at somebody or some person, and they get emotional, and they, they commit us these wars that are, A, unwinnable, really, in many ways, and, two, just cost our treasure and our kids' lives and legs and PTSD. And, uh, you know, I just don't think they need to be ushered into war that quickly unless we're really sure what this is about. Ukraine is a very corrupt country. They cannot get into NATO because they're so corrupt. It's the ATM for the Biden family and you know, Manafort and other people. It's, it's you know, so I just got to be careful sending billions and billions of dollars to Ukraine. I mean, just, you know, isn't that kind of Europe's problem right now? Yeah, uh, let me read you what uh, Senator Mitch McConnell said this week. Uh, and I don't think he's an idiot. He's probably a corrupt, uh, he, yeah, he's just a corrupt warmonger is what he is. Um, he says, at, at, As my leading Republicans and I have explained, says Mitch McConnell, uh, it is not an act of charity for the United States and our NATO allies to help supply the Ukrainian people's defense. McConnell said, it is a direct investment in our own core national interests. America is a world power with worldwide interests. Our security and prosperity are deeply intertwined with a secure and stable Europe. Really? Ukraine, Mitch? You know, you wrote yeah. about that, Ron. Yeah, I mean, not, not to be the You missed the point, though, Delk. He's talking about all of Europe is a front that, that bridges Russia with European. And if, if it continues to wane away at the European nations, it could easily take overtake Europe. And then what we're going to do? No more yeah. allies. Mr. York, you remember you think- the domino theory just fine while we were in Vietnam? That's exactly what you Never just articulated. Happened. Yeah. Gulf of, a Gulf of Tonkin got us in there, which is a CIA plant. Everybody's been lie. If, if we let South yeah. Vietnam fall to the commies, all of Asia will fall to the commies. Now, now Every situation is not the same. You all try to equate one situation with a World War One was different from World War Two. World War Two is different from from world from Vietnam. Every incident is different, and there are different reasons why we participate. 
All right, I'm think, not saying you, Vietnam was the right thing to do. Why don't we ask I, this of Ukraine? Okay, the the Mexicans or the, the 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 Mexican cartels are putting fentanyl and bringing people over our border on the south border. Really, a threat to the United States. Probably. More people probably have died of fentanyl out of Mexico, at Mexico than have died in this Ukraine war. Give me a second here. You think they would come help us protect our border? You I, think got you, one, your I got one. I got one statement, Ron. Quit taking the darn stuff. That'll stop the deaths. Quit taking it. Now, if people right. had any, if if there was a right mental attitude, and all of them aren't mentally ill, just say quit, no, like quit Nancy Reagan. It. Quit I taking agree. it. I agree. I, I'm an anti- I've been around drugs all my life, and I haven't taken it. You're I don't take here? it. Well, I'm not taking the drug. Hey, don't apply that. Two, it's, it may be Darwinism, if you you know. But two, you know, it's just the the board, the crisis on the board is people pouring in here, occupying our public schools, costing us money. You know, it's just not good for the country. Do you think Europe would help us defend the Mexican border? Well, but let's get back to Ukraine. Ron writes this week in his column, which appears in about 60 platforms uh, around the country, websites, newspapers, whatnot, said, uh, "We he, speaking of Ukraine, Ron says, we have little interest there. Ukraine is only our 67th largest trading partner with a measly $1.1 billion trade surplus. If this war ends, it will be Russian oligarchs whose financial interests are damaged and who convince Putin to back off. Uh, you know, I, we, we got nothing there. And, right. you know, let's, and, let's and, assume the worst case that happens. Uh, Putin has not threatened uh, <clears throat> so far. He's not threatened anybody outside of Ukraine, not neighbors like Poland or what have you. And so, you know, let's say he takes Ukraine. Okay. But do you all realize that Ukraine produces a tremendous amount of grain for other parts of the world, South America, Africa, South America, and Africa, and those nations need the grain. That's why it's important to keep Ukraine afloat. She produces well. These other countries do it. Why countries. is it always us? Why is it always America that pays the money? That's that's our role. That's our role. From where? That's I don't a, see the Constitution. I don't see well, it anywhere else. In where's that written? That's our role. You live, you live in comfortable, Ron, so you don't have to worry about other. Don't people go back every time you do it. They don't do that every time. That's irrelevant, Mr. York. You can't even make well, a sale. Well, I'm saying, why is our living, interest to go to Ukraine to defend Ukraine for the for? To get grain into North our, Africa. Our interest is so it doesn't deplete our grain supply. If Ukraine's su- supplying grain to other parts of the world, that means that we don't have to do it, and we can make Wait, bread why, in this country. Why would Ukraine grain get cut off just because Russia wins? Well, they can't plan because well, Russia they're still pl- they're probably running about 75% capacity. They're probably way down, but it is a breadbasket of Europe. And, I get that. and that's the reason Putin wants it. You got the, you got the warm water harbors in Crimea, you got the Donbass region, which is kind of Russian. I mean, and I'm again not in Putin's defense, but the Donbass region is Russian with a lot of Russian ties, etc. I think the 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 ultimate goal or the ultimate outcome of this will be they'll give him the eastern part of Ukraine, the Donbass region, and he'll 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 you know they'll shut it down. He'll take that piece and he'll declare victory and and. You know, Volodymyr Zelensky becomes Time Magazine Man of the Year, and he, he's at every award show in, in the Oscars. You know, that's what's going to happen here. I understand, Mr. York. You know this. Ukraine is very corrupt, and it has a model like Putin's uh, Russia. We got oligarchs who are very entrenched there. Under it's the last administration, Ukraine was a corrupt country. It is trying to oh, square away. Oh. Europe is helping them square <laughs> and away. And it's right no now. longer corrupt now. 
They are trying to do, do whatever. <laughs> We're corrupt in this country. Oh, look, look the Biden administration has really Oakland cleaned it up. Trump corrupt under country. corrupt under Trump and not corrupt. The, no. Absolutely, Let's talk about our absolutely. I'm wondering Trump or Ogle will come first. With yeah, your that does, that hey, gets uh, you the Pinocchio Award. I've oh, never yeah. seen that number of F's on anybody's transcript, man. Lord, uh, <laughs> we ain't seen much listen, listen to what Ron writes here, though. Biden hit it off with Ukrainian President Zelensky, who controls the media in Ukraine, has closed churches and banned rival parties, has wealthy oligarchs doing his bidding, and says that his policies his policies keep democracy secure in Ukraine. Biden, as you might imagine, admires his work. Yeah, I mean, right. This is what we need to be fighting for. This Ron, is what we need to be spending money on. Stuff. You keep writing the same stuff that Fox News puts out and Tucker Carlson. So no, you, un- you're supporting unfortunately, the station in the in the world, Mr. Yeah, that's why Murdoch admitted they were passing on the big lie. Murdoch, un- the main man, say well, all of it was a lie, and he threw Lou Dobbs and By, hey, Carlson and all of them under column. the bus. Miss York, column that I wrote where Rock, I said the election was a fraud; it should be overturned. I never bought the, I never took the bait on that ever. Well, you, you're a little bit ahead of the to. rest of them. The rest of them are a little slow because they still believe it. I'm just telling you, I've, I've written columns for 17 years. Find one that I say the election was stolen. I joke about like ballots coming in at midnight in Atlanta. I joke about things like that. No doubt, it makes you think. But that that said, back during the time, it did seem weird. The elections came in late. I mean, they probably knew it nine months after Murdoch did, and Tucker probably knew it. In fact, some of my texts to Tucker have been as a part of this discovery. I text Tucker by every other day, and I text each other back and forth. And I bet you, and I never, it, you, you'll see where I'm at up there. If I said that, I never said that. I said, look, look here. This seems weird. This seems weird. If there's anything, I've said this on the show, if there's any truth that monkeying with the election, it's the 2,000 mules thing where the geolocating people had the people stuffing the ballot box at these uh, nonprofits who find these ballots and push them with their gloves, put them in these boxes. If, and if, if, I use the word if, there's shenanigans, that's where it is. I've said that for the Ron. past Attorney General Bill Barr said that was a farce. It was All right, we changed it. We tried it. But nevertheless. But back to Ukraine. Yeah, Mr. Go back but, to Ukraine. Yeah, Ms. York, you're off on Fox News. Well, the head of the Republican Party today, Mitch McConnell, you know, this week got out there and said that uh, defeating Ukraine or aiding Ukraine is the most important thing for the United States to be doing any uh, domestically or foreign right now. You know, this is idiocy. And uh, so uh, you don't need to point to Fox News. You can point to the Mitch McConnell, who's the head of the Republican Party at the present time. Uh, yeah, Mr. Stewart, let me ask you one question about the Democrat Party. And, 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 and I used to, you know, Carter and, there, and Sam Nunn, there was a time, you know, what? Why did y'all? Why? When did y'all become the warmongering party? And the Republicans become, yeah. you know, the yeah. the, the dubs. When did that, that happen? That that's a local or uh, national talking point. Democrats are not warmongers, but well, when people sure. are in need, when people are in need, like Ukraine being devastated, their their whole population is being devastated by a tyrant. We're going to stand by idly and watch it happen. That's not American. You want me to replace it? We are sending things. We are sending missiles, stinger missiles. And your, your man, Obama, sent them blankets. That's all he sent them. He did help them out. He sent blankets. 
Non-lethal. He helped them out doing that stuff oh, yeah. that you well, don't know about. Huh? On the back. Let's give him another award. The next one. When's when's the, when's the uh, Nobel Peace Prize is coming out? Let's give him one of those. I mean, you got to quit hating on Obama, man. You know, Obama a was a great president. Saying, quit look at, look quit at your hating own. on him. He rose to levels you could never aspire to be. You know, so <laughs> you know, don't hate on the man. Okay, he you did. quit hating on Trump. Trump is. <laughs> I don't hate on Trump. What? Hates on Can Trump. we turn they that into a sound clip? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> the country didn't vote for him. Well, well you know, I'm about Ukraine. Ukraine but, but is Ryan, not a you place. All got to, you all got to realize that you can live in the tower and and look at other parts of this, this world and see things happening and, and become numb to it. America is not supposed to and hasn't at all become numb to things happening around the world. Look at Syria, look at Turkey, the, the devastation that, of the earthquakes. And Mr. We've sent people over there, we've sent resources I got, over there. I got a question Syria's for you. Syria's not a friend of ours. I got a question for you. If we do get in a What's ground that? if we get in a ground war in Ukraine, uh will black soldiers, primarily men, uh disproportionately be wounded or killed because they are poor and have to join the military? I'm not saying that they are poor. I think they select that as a vocation. But but we have always been part of the American fabric. That's American history. We've yeah, always been. You're, you're, and you're yes, in bed. you were in and, Vietnam. And it probably will be a large proportion of black soldiers dying because you know the the other uh, uh, Caucasians tend to go to Canada, or hide <laughs> out, or find some excuse, <laughs> or bone spurs and stuff God. like that. You know, you talking about Bill Clinton? There we go, I, yeah, folks. And Al Gore. Bone you know spurs, what? but they play you know golf what? every day. You want to resurrect old Vietnam tropes. We do it here. I would be curious, Clayton, or if you could find this out real quick. I don't know you're in the car probably, but in Afghanistan and Iraq, was the blacks, the, the, the deaths over there more than 13% African American? Because that's what they are, the population. If they're like 17, 18, 19, 20, then that's one thing. But I don't think they were in Afghanistan. Yeah, they were and, actually uh, worse. I think that, that whole thing's changed. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Yeah. One thing, other sure. thing for you, South, South Vietnam, you fought over there. The leader that Jong Jong Min, or whatever the guy was, that ran uh, South Korea, I mean, South uh, Vietnam when we went over there, he was corrupt as hell. And we're sitting defending him. He ran, he, he took the money, they, the soldiers didn't show up like they're supposed to. You know, I, I, we got to watch what we do. I mean, we always back these corrupt people, take us advantage. Uh, Vladimir, uh, Vladimir Zelensky, rumors are, and pretty good press has said this, he bought his parents the $8 million house in Israel. Someone said Panama is another. The Panama Papers are saying that he has 100 million in Panama. So I mean, he's taking the Putin model, right? You don't well, make that. We don't, we don't know that for sure. You don't know that for sure. There's a possibility. Vietnam leader was corrupt, and then there was a change of leadership during the, the conflict. And Miss York, but if you that think happens Dem- from time to time, if you think Democrats aren't warmongers, let me replay the last 15 minutes of you of you wanting to nuke them till their hair falls out. Let's take a break and come back.
of today are among the most dependable and luxurious vehicles in America, and Parks Motor Sales has them all. Find excellent deals on the Buick LaCrosse, Cascada, and Regal. Parks has SUVs, the Encore, Enclave, and Envision. Their exceptional staff can help you find your best fit with financing for your budget. For a vehicle that has everything, experience the new Buick. For a dealer that has everything, experience Parks Motor Sales. Visit 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group. 
or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. The Q and Group. Land is your legacy. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. We all have mixed up in our tune there. Let's see what's going on. We've got two tunes all at once. My name is Delp Kennedy. I am dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How's it going, Delp? Good Good morning, morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody out there. Radio special guest dude, Ron Hart. How are you, Ron? Good morning. Hey, Ron. I did find <clears throat> I did find some stats, by the way, Ron, that oh. you had asked for. Okay. Yeah. What, what do you got, Clayton? Uh, this is actually since 1980. Uh, this is he was asking about U.S. military deaths, <clears throat> and um, it's been 56,653 uh, of those. 43,534 are from that were white. Uh, and black and African American, nine thousand six hundred and twenty-seven. So do the math. What percent? Above thirteen. Don't have to do the percent. You see the numbers are way out of whack. Yeah. So that's not out of whack. Not out of whack at all. Let's give me those numbers again, Clay. I'm in the car. Uh, that would be calculator. total deaths. Uh, Nine thousand six twenty-seven were African American. All right, hang on. Let me get. So you're not, uh, so about fourteen percent, right on the number. Fourteen percent, right on the number. I'm doing it in my head, but do somebody got a calculator? Yeah, hang on a minute. Uh, I'm in my car. That's about fourteen percent, I think, roughly. Right on the number. Yeah, I think you're right, Ron. Let's see. It's um, fifty six thousand six fifty three. Well, give me the bottom. Uh, Nine thousand six twenty seven. Nine thousand six twenty seven divided by what? Fifty six thousand six fifty three. It's about sixteen percent. About sixteen. Almost seventeen. Sixteen percent, which is in forty. That's about right. Uh, the in the yeah, average, 16. You know, but not not like it was in Vietnam, some other places. You know, like you say, Mr. York, there's also, too, I think you're going to find there's not a lot of rich rich people killed over there. There's a lot of redneck, blue-collar, you know, country people, Appalachian people as well. They, they go in the military. And they Vietnam the was different, and, Ron. And just kind of the way that, Most draft boards uh, drafted black Americans in higher numbers than they did others. Wasn't the draft based on your birthday? Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, it was. And then it went to a lottery. But I know several people were in in school and 
went home and had draft notices regardless uh, of the, uh, thing. Uh, the, only, the only reason I threw that out there that was something uh, that, uh, what am I doing here what am I all right. They were like George Bush's dad. I'm sure you're not. Well, at least George Bush served in the National Guard. You know, he he served. Yeah, but Vietnam. Was when just you got right. to the front line in Vietnam, right. it was overwhelmingly a number of Black Americans serving. Yeah, Vietnam was just different. I was just trying to bait. True. I was just trying to bait Mr. York, and uh, and and that's that's all on the Ukraine issue. And let's get back to the Ukraine issue. Uh, Ron, we had Congressman Tim Burchett. Well, you know what? In the Civil, in the Civil War, Mr. the Union soldiers were in the Civil War. The Union soldiers were almost all white, so they fought pretty hard and died for African American causes too. So, yeah, half for, million people. For, I mean, for half, the rich uh, plant. Uh, yeah, half, half, half. For the rich no, plantation. No, the Northern there? soldiers that died. The Union soldiers. Yeah, they, the they, Northern soldiers who died to free the slaves. That was almost ninety nine percent white. So, but, but you know, I think over a long period of time, the wars in America. I think you throw them all together and deaths. I would, I would guarantee you gravitate towards your thirteen percent. No, but but Ron, you all that's so. So that means we ought to have equal amount of freedom, right? And largely, yeah, you got as much freedom as I got. Largely, you do. Uh, these old tropes are just tired. Uh, all asleep. All right. What I want to get back to. Go ahead. To, back to Ukraine. Let's go back to Ukraine. Thank you, Mr. York. We had Congressman Tim Burchett on last week. Uh, he's a Republican from up around Knoxville, Ron. And he told me something that I yeah. did not know. Uh, or maybe you, should you know have known. everything. Yeah. I, I, well, I should have known it. He's, he pointed out that the reason that uh, these wars are so popular with Congress is because uh, you know, by law, every time we ship a bunch of tanks, weapons, artilleries, whatever, to Ukraine, we must replenish those stocks of arms. Well, guess what? Congress people can insider trade trade on defense stocks, and there's no law against it. So they know that you know we're about to ship a billion dollars worth of arms to Ukraine before the general public or other investors know. They all load up on defense stocks and they're getting filthy rich doing it. Americans in general have that. always made money on guns and butter. They make money off guns no matter what. That's always been the American way. So that's nothing new, Dell. That's is something new. Insider trading for anybody else. Here's yeah, here's why the Democrats care so much about the wars these days, because it does empower Washington. It does centralize power. Money flows through their lobbyists, General Dynamics, Raytheon, you name them all, Halliburton. They all go through there with their money, their lobbyists. And they, they only think you know, look, the Democrats and the Republicans both like the hot tubs and the nice restaurants and the limousines, right? So that, there's, there's, there's no differentiation there. Mitch McConnell likes it because it gets more you know, attention to Washington. Washington, D.C., always makes a scares America COVID, scares America wars, scares America uh, Saddam Hussein, scares America Qaddafi, and, they, and it allows them to get, use our money more to go do things that, and, and, and declare themselves heroes. But they're over for everything. We're over for the last, the reason I said about Ukraine, we're over for every war since World War II. And World War II is different. Hitler was moving across Europe, Poland, Austria. I mean, he was, he was bombing London. That, that was a clear and present threat to America eventually. But this guy just kind of monkeyed around a little bit in Ukraine. He's just barely in there. He's killing people, no doubt about it. He's so bombing in Ukraine, Ukraine is not, not monkeying around? Central... What? You, you don't think that would grow if he was successful, Ron? If he 
took no, Ukraine? No, I don't think he's going to. He's not going to touch NATO, Mr. York. Mark my words. He is scared to death of NATO. And the reason he's fighting Ukraine right now, he doesn't want Ukraine to join NATO. Finland's going to join. It's another border state with 600 miles against Russia. Of This liberal, uh, whiny, whiny-ass woman who runs Finland, who got this little puff piece done on her by you know, 60 Minutes or CBS Monday Morning recently, she she wants to join. All of a sudden, all of a sudden they realize the value of NATO. I think you, well, Trump had the right idea. Strengthen NATO. Swiss. Pay your fair share of NATO. Don't, don't underfund it. Don't turn it into the U.N. Turn it into a fighting military force, and it will protect Europe. That was the intent. Switzerland's joining, too. So Finland and Switzerland are up for joining NATO. Just, just steps, toward, it. steps toward war. So that gives more the Western I think they powers. To charge that, about dues. That, that gives the Western powers. Well, I mean, uh, you know, it, it's not always about money. Uh, it's you know, about uh, position. Folks, let's get back to this insider trading. And, Ron, I want you to, uh, to comment on it. Mr. York, you're just flat dead wrong. Insider trading trading for anybody else in this country including you and me is a crime you go to jail for it martha stewart went to jail for it but congress has exempted itself from the insider trading law uh and so when they know that general dynamics is about to get a billion dollar order and nobody else does they can load up on the stock before it goes up and if your GOP folks would put that in a bill and send it to the Senate, I guarantee you it would pass. We'd stop the talk. We'd stop the BS. I'm con- put it in a bill and no. send it to the Senate. This is a game Republicans and Democrats are, are doing, and there have been multiple uh proposals to eliminate the insider trading exemption that in both in front of Democrat and Republican Congresses in the last 10 to 15 years, and none of them have passed. Y'all got a majority in the House, put it in a bill and send it to the Senate, and I guarantee you it'll pass. No, the Senate isn't going to pass it either. They're making too much money, Mr. York. Ron, what do you think about that insider trading? Explain insider trading to Mr. York, Ron. As we have, you, I you know have what insider trading is. Non-public information that which you go out and, and you know take advantage of, of things and trade on it. It's real simple. You know, it's basically non-public uh, information. And 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 it's you know it's how Nancy Pelosi became worth two hundred million dollars. It's how Mitch McConnell, how Harry Reid, it's how all these people in Washington D.C. who supposedly public servants. Now, Maxine Waters in the banking stock area because she does the finance committee. I think they everybody in the town does get it. And, get Andy Ogle to put it in a bill. Give him a call. That's <laughs> your buddy, Dell. Get Andy Ogle to, to make a make a bill and push it on through the Senate on, you know, on the House side. You know, the, the blessing of this democracy is that <laughs> on the issue of insider trading by members of Congress, there is bipartisan support for it, Mr. Yeah. York. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I guarantee you, if Congress would do something like that, the Republican Congress, and send it to the Senate, it would be heavily weighed and probably passed. Because that no has been for a while. Kelly Loeffler and that and, and, and Senator Burr from North Carolina get in trouble on the COVID insider trading and, and healthcare stocks. I think there are some laws against insider trading. I, th- I don't I don't think there's not not any law. I just think they either look the other way on defense stocks or something. I, I, I can't imagine Con- you know, you con- members of Congress are exempt based oh, on on, inform- on uh, non-public information they get from doing their jobs, which is a lot. Okay, right. Well, I guess there's now, still I a way for them to do insider trading. Big deal about Kelly Loeffler, big deal about uh, Senator Burr, yeah. purple 
you know, senators that ran, you know, over the over the COVID thing just because they owned a few healthcare stocks. I mean, that I, I don't know. It's just not it's double edged. It's a, it's a one way no. street. Yeah, it really I mean, if, Republicans, if, it really doesn't hurt Democrats. If you if you know that Pfizer is going to get a two billion dollar order for COVID shots uh, two days before that becomes public, you you know, you you buy the Pfizer stock, you make a fortune. I mean, that's how it works. Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah, they a number yeah, of them did that, that like you said, Ron, during COVID, and some of them got challenged. I don't know whatever became of it, but uh, they were put up on notice. Yeah, Kelly nothing has come of it. Uh, I think some members of your own party, if I recall, Ms. Short, tried to get Nancy Pelosi to advance a bill about it, and she refused. Um, well, like I say, Del, you all have the Republican majority in House of Representatives. Call Mr. Andy York, Ogle, Mr. York, get him to put a bill up. Don't and point at Republicans. Unfortunately, this is an issue again on which there is bipartisan agreement <laughs> that they ain't going to do nothing. Yeah. They're going to keep making money. <laughs> you know. <laughs> hey, uh, also too, I don't know if you saw Pete Buttigieg uh, go out to East Palestine. <laughs> it was a great. They slipped. What up. a Somebody yo-yo this guy is. Doesn't. Oh God! What a, what a joke! Little construction outfit. They just all they need is an Indian and a police policeman. They had the village people in there. <laughs> anyway, he's, out there like, he's on the site looking like Pee Wee Herman, and <laughs> the reporters are falling. Say, "Oh, why are you late to get in here? Why are you late? Oh, why are you doing this way?" You know, they're always answering. What then? What somebody says something, and he stops and blames this train wreck on the Trump administration. So that, oh, oh yeah, yeah. we're we gonna get some answers from oh, the Trump administration. Guess what? We and, cha- and that's the right because the regulation. <laughs> whoa, whoa! I got the answer to this one. Somebody goes, "Well, you've been in office two years. Why haven't you done anything?" <laughs> this is blank stare. Hey, this listen, unbelievable. Ron, Ron, Miss York, the Washington Post, Miss York. You know that left wing propaganda outlet that you follow the washington post did an analysis of uh the trump regulations and uh the washington post fact checked that and that is in today's washington post that trump's regulations or lack of regulations change of regulations had absolutely nothing to do with the uh yeah, yeah that's Palestine. printed by murdoch washington post no and that by is murdoch. printed by it's jeff bezos. bezos good lord that's that commie bezos <laughs> Well, yeah, I can lie like you all do. I can lie a little bit like you all do. You know, lying is I'll ask you to prove one line that I said on the show. You've never been able to come up and say, Ron said this, but this is true. Trump. You've because never done it over the last two years. Ron doesn't mean a hill of beans to me. The stuff you come up with oh, is mean, so the facts don't mean. I know, they, I know the facts don't mean a hill of beans to you. And if they, hey, here's the other thing, too. Even, even uh, Ch- F. Chuck Todd this weekend on NBC, you know, Meet the Depressed, uh, he, he put up a stat that, that really since the, the Trump administration, train wrecks have gone down a lot. They've gone down a lot with deregulation. At the end of the day, if there's civil litigation against these people, Norfolk Southern or whatever, that's going to be the biggest deterrent. That and public relations are going to be the big deterrents. Not a bunch of convoluted federal regulations. The, the spills are down. Uh, and the train wrecks are down since Trump in 19, 2019. So deregulation did work there, at least has so far, loosening some of these restrictions over there. I, I, I did see this now. I was afraid that the stats were going to show that the train wrecks were way up. If you don't count the Biden administration, train wreck-wise, um, then, then, they, then they're way down. Depends on what kind of train wreck you're talking about, Mark. Uh, Ron. Let's take a break and come back.
This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Let's talk custom design jewelry. Did you know Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia creates custom design jewelry and has been for over 30 years? From one-of-a-kind engagement rings to wedding bands and so much more. We want each piece to be as unique as you are and create a family heirloom for tomorrow. Call today and make an appointment with one of our designers. And just for calling, you will receive a free 30-minute consultation. Tillis Jewelry, creating custom jewelry proudly in Tennessee. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Kick off the new year with new home upgrades from Hiller. This month, when you buy something you need for your home, we'll give you something you want. For a limited time, when you purchase a new whole home generator, new tankless water heater, or select new HVAC systems, we'll give you a free 55-inch TV, free solo smokeless stove, or a free Nintendo Switch. Pick your prize when you upgrade essential systems for your home. Don't wait. Book online at happyhiller.com today. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Come to the 2023 Mule Day Auctioneer Championship, hosted by the Columbia Breakfast Rotary Club, benefiting their college scholarship fund. Outstanding auctioneers from across the country will be competing to be named the 2023 Mule Day Auctioneer Champion. The event will be held at the Tennessee Livestock Sale Barn at 1231 Industrial Park Road, Columbia, Tennessee, starting at 11 a.m. Hope to see you there. 31. I have got somebody very important on the phone, Mr. Miles Johnson from Foodland. Miles, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. As always, you guys have some great specials going on there at Foodland. So what specials you got for us this week? Well, this week we have whole New York strip, four forty nine dollars a pound. Boston butt pork roast, $1.69 a pound. 
five-pound bag of Idaho potatoes, $2.99 each, and Nestle Pure Life Water, 24-pack, three for 12. And as always, Miles, you guys are open 7 a.m. till 9 p.m., seven days a week, right there on West 7th Street. And uh, we appreciate uh, all the great deals that you have and the great staff you have working there. And uh, have a great day, a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week, okay? All righty, thank you. Thank you, Miles. All right, that's Miles Johnson from Foodland. And uh, again, 427 West 7th Street, right here in Columbia, near the post office, if you're familiar with that. And again, they're open seven days a week. Go on in and get yourself some good deals. So go check that out. Tuesday edition, it's Ron Hart Day. He's still here, I think. I'm dude number three, Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Regular special guest dude on Tuesday. Favorite son of Columbia, <coughs> native son of Columbia, Ron Hart. How's it going, man? Can you hear me, Ron? Yes. Ron, I looked at a piece I think I read from the Hill that said you were wrong about Trump's administration didn't change the regulations on rail. They they re, they didn't like the EPA in the first place, so they were doing all they could to reduce the effectiveness. There was a a, a faster brakes to put on the train by the Obama administration, and the Trump administration relaxed all of that. So they did affect the safety. Uh, of train uh, rail railways across America with reducing the regulations. The Washington Post in today's... The Hill. The Hill is where I got my source. But the the Hill is not as left-wing as the Washington Post. The Washington Post is the mouthpiece of the Democratic Party, the propaganda. No, I'm telling you what what the Hill reported. the The Washington Post wins because... They they admit that in today's edition that the Trump administration had nothing to do with this train wreck and that, that they that's that's not true. That is not true. Oh, Mr. York. You know if Yeah, I think I think for Booty Edge to do that, to go to the media and say blame it on Trump, that is, that's tired. That's silly. I mean, he, he's yeah. such a weasel. You have to admit that Booty Edge is a weasel. He needs to get out of here. It, only but Trump took water. Trump took water to the folks down there in Palestine. They, yeah, they took water to him and, and some campaign hats. Like, that's yeah, no help. And, and Biden didn't visit because he felt he, if he visited Palestine, he'd have to go also visit Israel. He was confused. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Biden, Biden wasn't going down there because there's a lot of work to be done. And, and he was just getting <laughs> Oh, my goodness. It's like Bush not going to Katrina. Yeah. Oh. Oh, y'all, y'all were all worked up because Bush didn't go to Katrina. Oh, Lord, I mean, I mean, you know oh, that th- that type of thing happens in America on a daily basis. The, the, you know, that was a community people couldn't move; they don't have resources, and and that happens all across America daily. Not maybe yeah, not as big. Four, was, I think was four hundred and fifty derailed. train wrecks. Yeah, my dad used to investigate those things. There was four hundred and fifty train wrecks last year in America. That's really the stats. Down from like a thousand odd, you know, three or four years ago. And it has gotten better. Maybe the economy slowed. There's less. You know, the you know, supply chain. There may be some other reasons why they're, they're less rats. But 
it's a real thing. I mean, it it happens, but yeah, it's only it's a really efficient way to get things across the country because it's very energy efficient. The rail railway, right? Yeah, Trump is responsible for all 1532 of them. <laughs> yep. All right. Yeah. So that wasn't bad. Down from over a thousand. So I, you know, again. You know, I, we all agree, Mr. York, we need to get this thing right, whatever. It's, just, it's not so much a train wreck, right? That's going to happen. It's always this community. What, what, wow, what if it was in a black community, though? Why well, was an all white community? Can you imagine what Mr. York would be saying? Man, it happens, in, a, it happens in black communities every day. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You know, it, yeah. that, this would happen to be a Caucasian community that it happened in, but it happens yeah. in black communities almost every day. Train, Can we agree it's kind of random? Most of though, the trains run right through the black Americans' neighborhoods, and this was kind of an anomaly that this p- particular train ran through a Caucasian neighborhood. Well, they need to move. Uh, I, I, I knew know. this. I knew Mr. York was going to go there before this show's that's over. What Booty, that's what Booty had. I was going to. the truth, Dale. I was going to. It was kind of funny. Interstates, railways, you know, all that runs right through the heart of the black community. It Booty does in this town. Uh, ran there and tried to yell racism until he found out it was all white community. Then he didn't have any left in his toolbox. So uh, he had left. He, but but only, but it was poor people. The the thing is, it was poor people in this community. They don't have resources to root up and go to live in a motel or go somewhere else or go to their second home. So they're stuck. And if the, the environment is bad, it's bad for them. You know, y- your heart goes out for those folks. Uh, but they ought to do what they need to in the rail industry. They ought to try to move products safely as possible and and adhere to the regulations. You know the truth of the matter yeah, is regulations don't stop it. Regulations also gives them gives them cover. I mean, the, the regulations are so convoluted. How about the fundamental thing: do no harm to other people. I mean, I think I think the free market system, public opinion, does a lot more to make railroads safe. And BP down there in the ocean, you know, when they did that spill, public opinion and, and money pressure from stockholders does a lot more to, to make these people act right than any regulation ever had. You're a free market nut, Ron. You believe the free market solves every problem and that's not the truth. The free market causes a lot of the problems. Name one. The rail industry. That rail wreck. The free market. It's the most regulated industry, in the, one of the most regulated industries in the world. You have the Railroad Act by Congress that exempts them from different things. You, you, no, it's not a free market. Railroad's not a free market system. And it's one of the least of the free market system, and it's a good one. It's not bad. You know, Canadian Pacific. My dad worked for LNN Railroad, which became CSX. I know the railroad industry owns some stocks. I mean, well, they had laid business. quite a few people off. They had laid quite a few well, people off. Every we business just had does, about Mr. York. With the, with, so you're, with you're, Biden trying is, to get is, them is, to is agree. Every every company must have fixed employment that meets your big government's demands. Government should tell people who to hire and how many people to have. I'm not saying government needs to do it. Com- companies are private, but when they're getting federal dollars, the government ought to have a say. How many people they hire? What their staffing should be, and what they, the color they ought to have some. They, ought, they, they shouldn't. They shouldn't put. Uh, they ought to have they, the taxpayer money. Ought to, whenever taxpayer money is used, government ought to have some input into who they hire, when they hire, how long they hire, pension plans, no. well, and all I'm the stuff Tennessee's that goes with edu- Y'all talk about Tennessee pulling out of the Department of Education? That's why. You don't take a little bit of money and let them run your business. I'm glad they're doing it. Get out of our, Let's do our own business, right? It's like give, give somebody a little bit of crack and get them hooked on crack and then tell them who they uh, Don't get hooked on government money. It, it is the it is the crack of the African American community. It's really put the community African American community down. Be hooked on government money. 
And that's the way out. That's Nobody your view. Nobody hooked the on government money. Look, you, you bring that up. It's, government's it's, the way out. That, and and depend on government for food, housing, protection. Stop depending on the government. It's there's over and over and over. People, there's over a million people in Tennessee that are on government assistance. Well, they ought not be. Get a job. There's a lot of help on signs out. Uh, 600,000 are Caucasians, and about 300,000 are African Americans or other minorities. So, get a job. It's it's a lot of people that depend on government, and not just because you think they ought to be working. If they're sick and they can't work, if they're kids, they depend on the government. And that's why the government's important, to help people not fall through the cracks, and you all yeah, can't think, see that. I think we all you, agree that you, you know, you're the government in good can be stead. the government can be a safety net, but it's become a hammock for a lot of these people. And I'm telling you, this permanent welfare class and, and public housing and this lifestyle is not good for the community. No, it's you like Mississippi; make, make they steal the money. You know, you you rich folks steal the money from the people that need the money, oh, like Lord. down in Mississippi. Oh Lord. Okay. Well, you you know, start the money is there. The money's there. You start these, you start these narratives. And people of the needy, but all feel, of a sudden, it disappears. You, you, you start these narratives that make the African American community feel like a victim that they they can't get ahead, and they're all going to screw it over. Where have you grew up? We are life? victims. I'm telling you what's happening, what? and you don't want to of believe what? it. You you live on the other side of the, the mountain. You think everything's okay. hunky dory. Said, you know. You just said the African American community is like thirty percent of the public assistance in Tennessee. Thirty percent. Who's paying that? The white people. The other side that are working. How I guess you, you say black people don't How work. How are you huh? a victim of that? Uh, do you know black people work too? And oh, they yeah. pay taxes yeah, yeah. when they I, buy I a loaf you know of bread. They pay taxes. When, they pay taxes when I'm they just saying, buy you, some You meat. just said three hundred thousand of the nine hundred thousand people, a third of the people in Tennessee that are on public system are African American. Who's paying that? You are. I am. Right. Everybody's why, saying. Why, why, why are you the victim then when you're getting paid? Because it's a humanitarian affair for those folks that are so rich they can't they can't see their noses. It's but a humanitarian people, affair based off of people, what you think. For people who for don't have that, it's it's gonna help. Now, when they cut Medicare rolls, I want to see what you say then in Tennessee, because all states across the nation are getting ready to no, scrutinize no, the rolls for no, Medicaid. No. Medicare is not being cut at all. Not Medicare, Medicaid. Exactly. Medicaid is being cut by the Biden administration. No, Medicaid is being cut by the Biden administration because it doesn't apply to COVID. They put a lot of people on that during the COVID pro- uh, a pandemic. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's... Uh, that so that, that was government trying to come to the aid of a human being in this country. So I guess that wasn't right, right? I'm sorry, Miss York. I missed what you said there. I, I say that was government putting people on Medicaid during the pandemic, and I guess that wasn't the right thing to do. You just let them lay out in the street, huh? Lay out no, in the I street. Don't, I don't know the details. No, they go to any hospital in the country under, under the Good Samaritan law and get treatment, Mister York. I mean, this is not a country that's laying people out in the street. The like Hill Burton applies to emergencies, and then they're out. So, what happens after that? It may be a good job. You know, go, go 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 to work. I don't know. It's a novel idea, but try that. Well, when you get old and can't work or you get sick and can't work, try that. All right. Well, uh, I, what I would do is look at it hard. I, I, I think what Delk and I are saying, Clayton, you, Mr. York, 
this this notion that the government's always the answer and they're going to be your answer in this permanent welfare class in America, uh, the, the expectation is, and, they, and basically you trade votes. You vote for the Democrat Party because they give you more welfare. You know, I, you know, it, there, there was a great line one time. He said the difference between the, 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 basically the welfare state, slavery, where you were given education, housing, food, you know, uh, education the, during slavery? You out of your there mind. There's some education that, during you slavery. You know, they didn't want black people to read back in slavery days. Now they don't want black people to read about other black people. There was housing and there was you know, health care. They took care oh, of the slavery. How is that? No, I'm just saying, how is that different? How is that different now than what the government's trying to provide? For it you? was a luxury apartment on a plantation, Ron. How was that? I know. I understand it's right. I'm just saying, what's the difference between becoming a you're trading labor and they're not even trading labor now for this, but the government controls your housing, your education, your food, and all this stuff like that. Why? Why then you become a slave to the government? That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to draw an analogy between that and the Civil War, the African Americans are in slavery. Obviously, bad, not the good, bad thing. I'm just saying, what's the difference so, between so if being... it's that bad, it shouldn't even be in an analogy because it's not worth. It's not well, even. I think worth you're beholden. You know, what's the difference? They, how, they give you housing. They give you food. They give you, you know. They, you, I, know, you know, what's Ron, the difference? I, I think a lot of people have been. Pointing, I just think that's crazy. I think that a lot of crazy. people have been, that, and that's how you think, Ron. You think that if you're rich, you're supposed to dominate everything, right, and that's not. If you're rich, that's not no, the way it oh goes. Lord, buddy. listen to this. No, uh, the, no it's not you know, at all. What I think. I mean, but, but, you're wrong again, Mr. York. People but have been pointing saying, out for what's years. The, what's that, the difference between being held to the welfare state that provides you housing, food? And, and public education and being held to a slave farm that provides you food, housing. Well, we, we need to ask the Caucasian people who are right, typically on welfare. We're getting toward the end. Kids. And, you know, some of this is. Yeah. Uh, you know, people have been pointing out. All people on welfare. Oh, Bill, hang on, Miss York. Black people. That's what I'm saying. Well, and I'm, Ron seems to think all people on welfare are in need of black people. The typical family in this country is a white female with two kids that's on welfare. Well, I don't know what the numbers are. It applies no, to them too, Miss York. I'm not saying. Whoa, whoa! It's eight fifty nine, people. It's you know this is uh, we have the lowest unemployment rate in a long, long time. There's a lot of help wanted signs out there. I don't see why people don't get a job. That's the real you know solution for poverty is a job. Well, people have pointed out for years that black people are living on the modern day government plantation, and I, and I think that's in many ways accurate. Uh, and certainly, though, what I've been pointing out on this channel for when you aren't here on uh, things like the 1619 Project perpetuate a belief by black people that they are victims and will be forever victims and can't change that status. And as long as that's true, 19 is information, Del. It's Mr. information, Mr. York. As long as you view yourself as a victim, you'll be a victim. It right. doesn't teach, that, 1619 it doesn't does. teach, teach victimhood. Well, it you tries won't to give you, you a historical perspective of what has happened in this country. Blatantly racist. Hate you know, you know what kind of leads